0: Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our Watch Club for Marvel's Secret Invasion. Because it's easier to save the lives of 8 billion people than it is to change their hearts and minds. Welcome back to Watch Club. My name is Nate, and this is our Watch Club for Marvel's Secret Invasion, Episode 6, the finale titled Home directed by ali salim if you're joining us for the first time this is watch club our weekly review series kind of like a book club but it's way better keep in mind we will be going into full spoilers for this series and the mcu in general so if you haven't watched this week's episode yet be sure to do so and then come right back in a snap Now, just before we go any further, I do want to remind you listening that we here at Geekcentric support the Writers Guild of America and the Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television and Radio Artists as they strike to get the contract they deserve. Uh, without incredible writers and actors, we wouldn't get all the fantastic stories that they offer us, um, and and you know they offer us at times escapes into fantastic worlds, heartfelt moments that provide us perspective of the people around us, or mirrors of our own reality that allow us to look inward and reflect on how we can collectively do better. And that is what. The wga and, and sag after are looking for they're looking for studios to do better by them so they can keep making these stories uh, that we all love while supporting their families so if you want to support the actors and writers of the things we love uh, you can do so by checking out the links in our show notes now before we start flexing our big hulk muscles <laughs> let me introduce you to my fellow skrulls joining me today beaming down once again we have a Donald, a Dudley, a Certified Doctor, a Dapper Dan, a Dale, a Dexter, and a Drax. And always a delightful young man. He's Darcy the green lovin Hudson. I think I'd be okay
1: with Drax in any other reference than it was for this show. <laughs>
0: you don't want a little oh. Drax arms? You want No, a little... <laughs> no, I don't. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll Just got it. <laughs> um, and alongside him, we've got a surprise guest appearance, a twist, if you will, a lovely Skrull who's a Severus, a Sonia, a Sebastian, a Steve, a Skywalker, and a certified Sorcerer Supreme. He's Spooner, a.k.a. Alan, the Super Duper Scroll Martinez. Holy shit! I'm flattered. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, this can is just, way can better.
1: I...
2: You can, yeah, you can swear. You can can I, swear. I can swear. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I, I try to tone it down nowadays, anyways. But oh man, thank you so much. That was awesome. That was a sick Absolutely. intro.
0: Absolutely. I always try to, you know, <laughs> give a give a good intro. I, I thought, you know, all those characters, I, I feel uh, fit within the pantheon of, of what you love as a geek, um, Spooner. You know, for you've been on this show before. You've been on Watch Club before. But for our listeners who don't know who you are, who are you? And uh, why do you love the Marvel stuff so much?
2: Uh, I am Spooner, aka Alan, and the current chapter of my life, I am a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just out there trying to collect all the things and share all the things that I love. And basically, to go on to the next question, which is why I love Marvel, it's, it's the trifecta of cartoons, video games, and toys. And then it had branched off into the comic books when i when i was growing up so yeah that's that's pretty much
0: it yeah well i mean i've been uh, i we were kind of talking a little bit before the recording but i've been i've been really enjoying uh the stuff on youtube i will say it's 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 also it's, it's fantastic it's well edited you're great in it and 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 i i'm i've really been enjoying it i will say though uh it it make, makes me mad sometimes because i want to buy all the things <laughs> and you're making me want to spend money that i don't have um listen that, that's what uh, best
2: friends are for we're here to enable each other to do the right things for our lives to make ourselves happier that's it. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah, me
1: it. and nate are the worst people to travel together because we just <laughs> constantly egg <laughs> each other on to buy more crap i love it it's i love worst.
0: it um but listen before we we get into this finale you know darcy uh last week uh, i asked you whose dna juice you'd want to specifically make a you know drink so that you could make a europe trip better uh, and we collectively both, you know, we talked about Nightcrawler ease of travel. Uh, I was saying Xavier would be awesome because he could just Jedi mind trick into like getting things for free speaking of souvenirs when we travel. Um, but with this episode, we see that some of the ways that the powers with a, like within a super scroll are manifesting um, are a little bit different. Uh, so for that, I-, I wanted to ask both of you if you could have any power, um, but in only one part of your body, keeping things safe for work. Uh, <laughs> what superpower would you want, and what part of your body would you want it in? And Darcy, I'm going to kick it off to you.
1: I mean, uh, it's so dumb how they <laughs> how it works in this show. I that's I really hate how they brought that to the screen. I guess I would have to go with you know. Either Groot or, or Mr. Fantastic's stretchy powers in one of my arms because I'm lazy and I don't like getting up to go get a drink or something from the fridge in the same room. So I love it. In the same house, able, right? In you the can... same house. Just being able to stretch over and be like, oh, there we go. Okay, got another drink. Don't That's have to get beautiful. up. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: I dig it. I dig it. Convenience. <laughs> Alan, how about yourself? You know what?
2: After I thought about how horrendous it was <laughs> in the <laughs> show, uh, Darcy reminded me that one arm could be just so so magical and sorcerous uh, is that a word um sure. oh yeah <laughs> so my main my main hand is my left so i'll probably use my left and mm-hmm. uh i'll i'll, I'll steal doctor Stephen strange's dna
0: okay cool okay you got like a sli- like sling ring situation going on oh hell yeah just make <laughs> things appear make see
2: see i thought of groot and uh and mr fantastic first as well and then yeah. i was like Wait a second. Why do I need to stretch my arms when I could just float stuff over?
0: (laughs) Good call. Good call. Even less, you know, (laughs) the less work on yourself. Exactly. Even less. Well, it's funny too because Darcy was saying that. uh, What were you saying? Were you saying quicksilver? Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Traveling, and I'm like, I don't want to run. Um, so <laughs> we went back to Nightcrawler. Um, I think for myself, I'm going to go a little outside the box here. Uh, technically, unless you count that awful show that came out, um, this character was not in, in, uh, the MCU proper. I guess she was. Um, but I'm going to go with my head and on my head, I'm going to go with the hair of Medusa, queen of the inhumans, because <laughs> uh, she has she has prehensile <laughs> hair and she can control her hair. It's tough as steel. Uh, she I shaved it all dope. off at one point, though. So Did she? I, like, oh, yeah, my gosh. She, yeah, that was
1: kind of a, a big point, part of her, her character arc. Well, that's her how I got her the DNA, Darcy. I got her, <laughs> you just I,
0: stole her hair. Yeah, I was, I was there. made a good I hair. was pretending <laughs> to be a hairdresser. <laughs> I shaved it off. Um, no, but I just think, like, imagine so much time saving in the morning. I wouldn't have to ever worry about my hair. I could, like, change it to different styles whenever I want. I, I'm just jealous of the two. I, I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast, because the two the two hosts in front of me have such wonderful hair. I just, what I'm are not... you
2: talking about? You need to look in the mirror more often, because your hair is also on point today.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I think you'd say that even more, though, if I had Medusa hair. But uh, before we all drop our iodide pills down a drain, let's get into this episode. So we start off this finale, seeing Vara packing up her house. She's getting ready to leave. She gets a phone call from Fury? uh as he says goodbye to to her uh she says he sounds far away and asks if he'll be coming back he says he's gonna let her go and she responds by telling him he doesn't have to if 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 he doesn't want to Uh, but he says take care of yourself and he ends the call so right off the bat before we go any further normally um with these watch clubs i i like to save the the big reveals for when we get to that part of the breakdown Um, and i I still want to wait for that reveal to really discuss it in detail but for the sake of this moment Because I've been seeing a a few people sort of getting this wrong or thinking otherwise. Is this, just to clear it up, do you think this is Fury talking to Vara here, or is it Gaia talking to Vara?
1: I'm saying Fury, just because it makes the most sense. Like, I don't know why Gaia would be saying those things if it wasn't (laughs) the fact that it was actually Fury. Like Like the dial dialed your
0: number a million times kind of thing?
1: Yeah, stuff like that just doesn't line up if it was Gaia.
0: (laughs) I guess. I guess. She I, just for, wanted to call her girlfriend. That's all. Well, see, this is what I was thinking. I was like, kind of thinking, like, well, because at one point she calls her darling. And I thought maybe that's kind of like a nice little sort of seniority to the young Gaia thing. Like, oh, darling, like a little pet. I don't know. Um, but I think she calls Fury <laughs> darling at the end of the episode. So, what that means, though, because I, conf- I got The reason I brought this up and I, re- I initially wrote it, but then I, I sort of went back to it was that in that scene, you do see the car. That Gaia as Fury has in the, in the next sequence, um, but my my only thinking is is he must have traveled from Finland to Russia to give Gaia the car mm-hmm. and the DNA, and then he must have had help from Agent Mason probably to do all that, and then quickly get from Russia to London. I don't He's know how the traveling works. It must He's got be. that private I mean, jet.
1: Was the president in London because it wasn't he attacked in Russia? Wouldn't he just be in a Russian hospital? Was
0: he? I don't know. I honestly, <laughs> this show, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I felt like they were just traveling all over the place. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we 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 then watch as a car, uh, that very same car I talked about earlier approaches two guards standing outside of New Skrullos, uh, and they fire warning shots as it continues slowly moving towards them. Then they fire directly on the vehicle as it approaches them, and they realize no one's inside until it's too late. And for the sake of this conversation, I'm just going to keep saying fury. Fury takes them both out. Then, back at the hospital in, I mean, I keep saying it's in London, uh, Scrawl Rhodes and a U.S. Navy admiral are attempting to talk President Ritson through his next steps with Rhodes, uh, pushing for a full military response and attack on Russia. A woman walks in and presents real time satellite imagery of Russian tanks taking positions on the Finland and Ukrainian borders. Uh, Rhodes hands Ritson a rough copy of a statement that he can provide the American people with, and he urges him to make the call. So, Darcy, you had mentioned how in recent episodes it's felt like President Ritson was seemingly taking note of Rhodes' strange behavior. Um, For both of you, why do you think all of a sudden he's like, totally trusting him or seeming to totally trust him?
1: I don't... I, I don't know. Maybe that was just an acting choice on Dermot Moroni's point was to be skeptical and then have that not pay off. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any
0: sense. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. I Well, for me, I read it as him just being skeptical of him the entire time. I didn't think that he fully trusted him ever at any point. Yeah. Up until, like, I, I think it's just that he was forced to sort of put his life in his hands because he's bedridden and he can't really do much else mm-hmm. for himself. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, what are you going to do? You're just going to have to trust the guys that are moving your bed around I and, just, like, and like having guns around you to protect
1: you.
0: I thought maybe that was it. Maybe there's like stress of the options on the table could get to you, I guess.
1: He, he did just survive a attack, like a threat on his life. Right. So, was he concussed?
0: You know. Like, is that what the big scar on his head is? Right. Like, but I just, I don't know, man. The the term "stupid pills" towards a U.S. Navy admiral, like it's not something I could ever imagine Rhodes actually saying. And then again, because he appreciates the system, he wouldn't yeah. be <laughs> treating right. it like that. And it just seems so the, far from the character. The I the don't get it. The president, who has been working with Rhodes for a while now, would notice that. I don't know.
2: It, well, yeah. so like the this is gonna. I, I don't want to jump ahead too far ahead, but Rhodes has been scroll. A scroll for a long time. So we'll get to that.
0: We'll get to yeah, that. yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm
2: saying. That's what I'm saying. So maybe the relationship, like this, is the 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 roads that the roadie that the present
0: was already used to. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. yeah I, I see that. Maybe. But like the whole aspect of pre gaming a bottle of whiskey whiskey the last time they interacted, like <laughs> I, it's just. I think it, what's difficult for me is like watching because Don Don Cheadle is such a good actor and he's yeah he's not doing anything wrong in this scene. It just feels like they should have maybe scaled it back a little bit to give the impression that Ritson, you know, was, was like meant to be trusting him or, or make Ritson more skeptical. I don't know. I just, I I don't know.
2: No, I agree. It's, I think though, it's that like they, the writers for some reason tried really, really hard to push the fact that he is a scroll. So maybe it's in the writing where it's just, let's just keep shoving this down his throat and, and, you know, make him, make him feel this way, make him think this way.
0: But it's like, he wrote a speech for the president. That's not his job, dude.
2: That's <laughs> not your job. This is what Skrull
0: Rhodey does. <laughs> like Skrull Rhodey does what he wants. Skrull needs needs to do a little more Scrody. research. Rhodey, oh no, let's not yeah. call him that. Brody. oh god. <laughs> let's um, not. Call him that. Now, uh, not to get too real with things, but I, I mean, I was also pretty surprised that they left the line about Russian tanks on the Ukraine border just given that the show was held back because of how close it was to the events happening in in ukraine like it didn't come off as offensive necessarily but it still stuck out and i was just like like out of all the editing decisions they made in this episode like that could have they could have taken that and edited a little bit it could have just been finland i don't know i don't know i don't know um, let's keep going here. So Fury makes his way through the compound and he notices dead bodies of of Beto uh, and the other Skrulls who, atta- who attacked Gravik in last week's episode. Fury notices the radiation levels are starting to pick up and starts to cough. And I love that that's like Gaia being like, oh, maybe I should be coughing more. Because <laughs> like, uh, you can tell, like, right? Like as soon as she sees it go up, she's like, I got to start coughing and limping more. Um, meanwhile, Rhodes gets a call from Sonya asking him to move President... The president, as Fury, is on his way and wants Ritson stopped before the bomb is launched. Uh, Fury finally hobbles into the lab where we see Gravik waiting for him. Fury struggles and drops his pills, so Gravik offers him a drink instead. Meanwhile, we see Skrull Rhodes' Rhodes' men uh, are being taken out at the hospital. Which, again, just really quickly from an editing standpoint, if you look really closely, the last one... That we see is dragged and is tied up and has tape over his mouth, mm-hmm. which like I, you're knocked out, bro. Like, why do we need to put tape on the mouth? I, well, it's it, when he if wakes, wakes up, up.
1: He does. Yeah, I guess. I, so. guess, I guess. I don't know. I just like <laughs> when just, did
0: they? When did they have time to do that? I don't know. He's just, covering.
2: He's covering all of the all of the bases. I guess. I guess. <laughs> That's fine.
0: Um, so we then see Gravik ask Fury what his backup plan is, and Gravik reveals that he's wearing the skin of the first man fury ever told him to kill uh, he continues to explain that talos turned his uh, own people from a warring people into a group of beggars he asks uh, he says fury pimped him and his people Fury says it was easier to save the lives of eight billion people than it was to change the, their hearts and minds. He says because he failed him, he's decided to give him what he wants. He gives him the harvest containing the DNA of Carol Danvers, uh, some of the Avengers, and, and others in exchange for Gravik and his people to leave Earth. And obviously, Gravik's like, nah, bro. Um, so before we keep going here, let's talk about this conversation between Fury and Gravik. This, these, I think, these performances uh, were. Pretty outstanding, especially on Kingsley Benedier's side. Um, Spoon, what did you think of this this moment that we, we got from them?:
2: Yeah, I absolutely agreed. Uh, he, he killed all of his lines, uh, he performed them so well. He was like it, it was one of those speeches where if we were in a group if he we were in a room full of people, it would just be dead silent. Yeah, just like straight up listening to every single word that he says, every single syllable. Um I, I thought this conversation was was crazy. And the way he delivered every single point to Fury was just so strong.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I think my biggest gripe almost with this this conversation or dialogue was the fact that he's like, I'm wearing the first face. This it, it, like it stuck with me all the lives I took have stuck with me and taken a piece away from my heart. So you know what I'm going to do to fix that? I'm going to get rid of every human. So that, you know, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, it just seemed very weird to be like, that's his reasoning for why he's doing what he's doing. Is right. that Fury only saw him as a tool or a weapon to kill people. So that's what he's going to do is kill all the people. Like, it just, it seemed weird that that was his reasoning for doing everything. So other than that, performance and, and everything was great, though. It was more just the reasoning behind it that was revealed that it kind of had me scratching my head a bit.
0: Right. And I think, I think, I think it's because, you know, like where was this graphic? Where has this, where has this graphic been for the past, Mm -hmm. you know, few episodes? We, we got the, the, the moment, the war, you know, on the table. And I was like, Oh, -hmm. this guy's amazing. This guy is fantastic. I love this character. And then after that, I don't know, like besides like the surprise killing of Pagan and like maybe the, the attack on him, which was pretty cool to see, like, I I just I was really wanting more of this graphic.
2: Mhm. Yeah, I feel that. He he's he's such a good warlord, but it's like I think it's because of the plot. The plot obviously had to tone him down for the the weird motives, the weird choices that the scrolls were making. Um speaking of gripes though, there mm. was a weird shot or yeah. angle during this discussion that was just super unnecessary i don't know it was just like a stylistic choice for me there was it was like an odd angle it was far and it was like over 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 the shoulder shoulder. yeah yeah yeah. looking down and it was it looked like someone was just filming off of a camera (laughs) just like (laughs) like it was a tmz shot like yeah it was so odd and it threw me off every time like it was such a strong performance and then they cut to that angle and and the editing was so weird that it would just like it it was it was sort of like every other word would switch it to a a new shot, and that that took away from from the
1: dialogue so much mm. for me. I totally agree with you, especially because at one point it looks like while Gravik's giving this speech, you can see like over the shoulder his mouth isn't moving at all like he's not saying anything in that one yeah. shot yet there's, like his voice is going and it's like you, you had to choose that shot you couldn't take a better <laughs> one where he was saying something like it didn't even have to match just have the mouth moving a bit to to imply that he's talking but yeah the, the editing in this show has been very interesting and i'm wondering if it is because like again these these cutbacks after the fact where they had to kind of reshape the whole show and this is what we got as a result because it, it at times feels
0: incredibly sloppy absolutely and i think i think I think the idea, but with Gravik in the past few episodes, was for us to feel like he's so blinded by his revenge that he he becomes sloppy. But then we get this moment with him where I, I just was reminded of how good this this character you know could could have been. Um, I think you know the the way that uh, like when he says the line "You pimped us," that was yeah. wild. Oh, um, that hit <laughs> right. And like when he says "Look at me," and he grabs him by the head, I was like, "Whoa!" Like. Like, it's just, it's it's an excellent performance in this otherwise disappointing <laughs> series. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think the line, uh, it's easier to save the lives of 8 billion people than it is to change their hearts and minds. I think that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But again, thinking logically about who's actually saying that, it's not Fury, right? Like, even though it's a great callback to the conversation that Fury and Talos had on the train, beautiful, but, like, that's not Fury. So why would... Why would Gaia say that? I don't
1: Because that's kind of where we saw Gaia's mindset going over the course of the series was that she was like seeing the faults on both sides and realizing why Fury was doing what he was doing. And right. Was because so that's her humans are so set in the way. That's
0: yeah. us supposed to like understand, like, that's her coming to being mm-hmm. on the same page as Fury. Okay. All right. Well, That's a good you take. Go. I'll, you I'll feel, take that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, you go. there, there <laughs> or, you go. Or
2: Fury was just there like feeding her lines and stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He, he hopped in a fracking pod for a few minutes, hopped <laughs> out. Um, well,
2: you know the transportation how that works
0: in this episode. Uh, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Um okay. so <laughs> as the plans to strike russia are are like sort of being which like they they have to take like a folder, I guess to travel. I don't know. um Gravic checks the DNA uh, and it's clean and it contains the DNA of the following super powered individuals we've got. Ghost, Captain America, Corvus Glaive, Thanos, Outrider, Proxima Midnight, Captain Marvel, Abomination, Mantis, Cull Obsidian, Drax Korg, Ebony Maw, Frostbeast, Hulk, Chitari, Valkyrie, Thor Odinson, specifically, Gamora, Flora Colossus and the Winter Soldier. Um, so the, the, the machine goes off, uh, and we, we, we see this light come up and there, now we get a yoked, he's like yoked out, Gravik, (laughs) uh, in his super Skrull form. Like, he's just like so muscly now. Um, and, uh, and which is like, well, then why isn't like Fury awesome? I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, he, he, he grabs him and he throws Fury across the room. Uh, but just as he, you know, punches him, Fury grabs Gravik's fist and throws him through the roof, destroying the lab as Fury uh, walks out. The smoke and the debris is covering, but then it's revealed that it was, guys, it was Gaia <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, and, and, then, and then we see that Fury is at the hospital, and just as uh, Skrull Rhodes and, and President Ritson uh, are, are apprehended by Sonya, you know, Fury shows up and, and takes out the other two guards. So before we get into the, the, the big battle of it all, uh, did this reveal shock you, or did you see it coming a, a mile away, Alan? Embarrassingly, no. I okay. think I was. I think
2: I was so caught up in Gravik's uh, speech that I was just like,
0: "Oh shoot,
2: is about to go down." And then, you know what threw me off even more though was the decision to keep Fury in the pod with him. Right. Or is it just like an assumption that? Maybe this only works on super scrolls. I literally said it out loud to my wife as we were watching it. I was like, uh, <laughs> "He's about to give this man so many powers to like help fight him. <laughs> Why is he doing no. this?" And yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see uh, the that Gaia would was gonna be the one as Nick Fury, but I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I guess I kind of saw it coming when Fury they they gave him. Or Gaia, I guess, gave him the the harvest, and it's like, mm. well, why would Fury do that unless he knows that he's going to get powers? But he's not going to get powers. So clearly, this machine only works on Skrulls, or okay. that's the, the, the assumption that's I was the working in, right? right? Yeah. So like, I, I mean, and again, I we I talked about how I think Gaia was the only one who could take Gravik down. So I guess it was kind of there, but I don't
0: because yeah, I last don't know week, if this is necessary. You said, last week you said it was probably going to be a Gaia. No, showdown with yeah. Gravik. But, yeah. um, but I mean, I think I caught on when Fury was walking through the compound. Like I was just like, it, this can't be, this can't be him. Um, and who else could it be? Um, So I think that was kind of what, where, where I got tipped off. The other place too was like when, uh when Fury, I guess Gaia Fury was like, you know, kill whatever other species you want. I'm like, I don't know if Fury would say that. I don't know. I, I think it was just, it, it, it I, I did catch on pretty early, um, but that being said, yeah, like, was, I guess the character motivation is, is where I got a little lost here. Like, like I, I liked the overall idea of the switch up of, like, two Furies. Like, I thought that was cool. Like, I wish they'd given us that throughout the show somehow. Um, but I think the the idea was cooler than the execution because from a character, you know, motivation perspective, like, you're right. Like, why would Gravik keep Fury in there? But then on the other side, was Gaia banking on the idea that Gravik would let Fury stay in the chamber? You know what well, I mean? Like, 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 he's already super strong, even without becoming a Super scroll, He could have just picked up that weak-ass old man and tossed him across the room and then turned on the machine. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but again, if they're going on the assumption that this only works on scrolls, then keeping him there would just be like an added insult to injury. Being like, "Watch so me was she rise playing like to or ascend." Three D chess
0: in her mind. Was she was, situation? yeah, like, she was
2: just playing his ego, probably. Yeah,
0: probably. I guess. Yeah, maybe he didn't care because he was so, as we said, blinded by revenge. Um, and, and also, uh, last thing here, I, I don't think this was intentional. But uh, shout out to the Canadian vapor guy on Twitter for pointing out that the light from the machine looks very similar uh, to the scene from the original X-Men movie uh, with the white streams of light mutating Mm -hmm. people, and Mm -hmm. it's a mutation Mm -hmm. thing. Um, I don't think that was intentional, but if it was, then great. (laughs) Uh, So, well, Fury, Sonya, uh, Skrull Rhodes, and President Ritson uh, have sort of like a he-said-they-said conversation. Uh, We get an epic battle between Gaia and Gravik. Uh, s- sort of goofy, but also epic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the battle shows off the powers of Groot, Kor, Ghost, Thanos, Ebony Maw, the Hulk, Frostbeast, Drax, uh, I think a little bit of Proxima Midnight, Mantis, and Captain Marvel. And after putting Gravik to sleep using Mantis's powers, uh, the fight culminates in Gaia going, uh, I originally had full Super Saiyan in here, but I, I changed it to full <laughs> Supernova. Um, and, uh, and she shoots a beam of light right through Gravik, thus ending his, his short life as a Super Skrull. Uh, so guys, let's get into this fight. Uh, Alan, what did you think of the final battle of this miniseries? Um,
2: (laughs) okay. I I think I was more so just in shock and awe in a bad way. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What threw me off the most was the amount of superhero genes and powers that were getting pumped into them, uh, just willy nilly. You know what I mean? Like, let's just... How
1: fast they picked up on these powers they
2: just got. and, (laughs) And also to coin the term you used earlier DNA juice. I think it's just really weird <laughs> that some scientist out there was just like, "Hey, let's just throw all of their bacteria into this one vial and I, I don't know, let's, let's have something with it." Um, but y- yeah, the, uh, this fight was okay. It wasn't anything special for me. We've seen a lot cooler fights out there. It was it was neat to see the different powers and stuff, but Know that Drax arm really took me oh, out Yeah, of it. I just. It so that's weird.
1: where it, it took me out. Whereas the, where yeah. the execution of it. I mean, in the comics, we've seen a Super Scroll before. It's not like he was transforming into Mr. Fantastic's arm or exactly. the Torch's arm before he caught fire. It was right. his arm that was stretching and catching on yes. fire. And even the rocks would stretch too. So it wasn't like it was exclusive to the power that was shown. So mm. the fact that we were getting the weird half ebony maw
0: and like the half and half stuff, it was so. <laughs> fucking them dumb.
1: so ah, dumb well like, like it took me- dumb.
0: why did he have to have ebony ma's rings like is that I, right? part of his dna or because
2: I- accessorizing <laughs> is important in the mcu okay
1: and then some of these some of the people he got the jeans from it's just like yeah. gamora yeah. She's just a trained killer. That was through years of training and, and grueling exercises put through put, that she was put through right, by things. Would Thanos. that get into her DNA? I don't I... think Gravik would get that. So why would you need why would you have to have Grimora's DNA? Like it was there were so many questionable things. That was just like why is this the way they, they brought brought to the screen? It could have just been a cool fight where they were staying in their in their forms, you know, having Gaia as as her human shell versus Gravik as a super scroll right? and then just have the fight between like that but having them change appearances. According to the powers, <laughs> took me so far out of it. Oh, I was no. like, this is dumb. This is so dumb.
2: <laughs> okay. So, speaking of questionable, I have a question and then I need to channel comic book Darcy real quick. There we go. <laughs> Super Scrolls. Yeah. Do they ever have the power of magic and, and sorcery? Like,
1: I, again, I don't think so. It is all usually because genetic it's physical based... abilities, yeah, right? Usually. That's exactly it. Okay. Okay,
2: so, yeah, like, then this fight pisses me off even more. This, no, oh, no. get it out of yeah. here, get it
0: out of here. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, everyone calm down. <laughs> I, okay, uh, pun fully intended, there were parts of this that I enjoyed. Um, nice. <laughs> thank you. I think the, I think the use of, of different powers was cool. I think it was, it was like, as a fan, as a Marvel fan, that was kind of like four minutes of Leo memeing, you know, kind of like pointing out, like, all the different uh, powers – um i thought the ebony ma moment was cool even though it was weird that he had the rings i thought the little like sort of like bleep, like little finger <laughs> it thing he did cool. was kind of cool, cool. It. the ghost it. i thought the ghost shifting i was like cool where did they get
1: ghost dna she wasn't even at the final battle <laughs> why true. is she the harvest uh,
0: <laughs> i don't know but it was cool to see her using it and darcy that's just a way to remind you look forward to ghost coming to the thunderbolts you know in, in at some point um I I loved I did really like the mantis thing I think it was I think it was smart for them to show powers like ghost and mantis with Gaia because as much as she's fueled by revenge just as much as Gravik is in this moment I feel as though she's it just shows how much smarter she is than than this you know uh, what we once thought could have been like a you know mastermind now turned into this big. I'm just going to get all the rock powers and the big tree and the big, you know, muscle arms. Um, but, dude, baby Drax arm, like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, was scaled so poorly. And, and I know that, I like, I guess, I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's supposed to look super cool. Like, that was supposed to be a cool moment for her. Choose yeah. any, like, the sword thing that she did where she slashes the ground first. Do that instead and say something cool. I just don't understand how they watch this back and were like... Yeah. We, I we think you nailed, nailed it, it
2: on the head with the scaling of the arm. Like, it could, yeah. she
0: could have had the same
2: design, the same texture. She could have had sure. just had a slightly more buff arm, but with Drax Green with the red tattoos. Yeah. And that would have been so sick. But we got all shoulders, all biceps, <laughs> all triceps, and, like, just tiny T-Rex arm, John Cena-like looking thing. And, like... Uh
1: no, I'm okay. <laughs> and like, were the clothes ripping and then repairing themselves when they changed back out of the armor? At one point, she, graphic like,
0: had a Hulk leg that had purple shorts, and I was like, D- "What did we do? We normally have purple shorts in in the yeah, MCU." At one point, Hulk it was hinted like, that it was like a light like, purple. Why would that or be? because yeah. it's like that's that's not part of the DNA. I don't know. I don't know.
2: And speaking of ripping and tearing <laughs> and healing, what happened to the powers from? Uh, What's his name? From Iron Man Three. From uh, Yeah. Yeah. So she shot him in the gut. Yeah. Big hole. Definitely not his heart. Yeah. But then it was he was she like he was just dead then.
1: He got shot in the face and could heal from that. But when you get shot, shot through God. the oh, gut, God,
0: guys, no. extremis doesn't work. Okay, trust Damn, me. Damn, no more I stomach. Know. You're done
2: for. No That's digestive it. system. You're done for. <laughs> is that it. how scrolls?
0: That's Super part of Skrulls it. weakness. Well, you know what's <laughs> funny is because Darcy was saying that that uh, Gravik was fueling his extremis through all the sugar that he was putting in his tea. So oh. maybe <laughs> without a stomach, <laughs> he didn't have his sugar. <laughs> he didn't have his sugar. Oh my gosh! Um, he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> Now okay so uh last couple things I want to say about this this fight. I a lot of people, you know, they get their gears grinding about Marvel and and I think you know there's a big sort of like there's a lot of people that love to hate on Marvel. It's like Marvel was so good for so oh, long and then absolutely. there's there's people that are like, okay, when can we tear this down? And they I think there's been a lot of like unjust tearing downs of of a Marvel um when there didn't need to be. I think in this case I think it, it the collectively uh the fandom is is you know kind of pretty upset with this show. I think one of the big things that we often talk about is a CGI big battle with two opposing characters with the same power set in a finale of one of these series. And it's pretty much been the case for pretty much all of them. Um and so I think I think like that sucks, but that's not even where it lost me. I think where it lost me, and this is especially kind of something that I, I, I noticed in the second watch through was last week in the last episode, Fury gave a really heartfelt speech about how he doesn't want to call in the Avengers because he wants to handle this mistake himself. But then when it comes down to it, he relies on a super powered individual to still help him save the day. Meaning that if, if, if he was okay with this plan, why not then call in more superpowered individuals, someone like Carol Danvers, especially given that she has so much connection to the Skrulls uh, as she does? Like, I get that that would skyrocket production costs. The show already is costing two bajillion dollars, um, you know, so to bring in— I- I'm sure Samuel L. Jackson is not an inexpensive person to have on your show. But it still really—for me, it devalued the biggest aspect about this character— and, like, I get that that was them trying to, like, cover up the plot hole of, like, why not bring in Carol Danvers? But at the same time, like, if you're just going to have a Carol Danvers anyways, then what, what was it mm. all? What did it all mean, Fury? <laughs> I mean maybe he saw that it's not as bad as relying on a different
1: superpowered powered individual because it's a scroll helping him solve a scroll problem so he's I very guess. close to the issue
0: I don't know it was I a mean, workaround for him in his mind it's like how I we, feel like it's uh, like how we like justify like you know, buying another Lego set that we don't need like,
1: like, yeah I just I don't know I mean the whole question of, of why he wouldn't want to bring them in only to give the DNA over it's just it throws it right out the window and I, I am scratching my head because again the the writing in this show started off so strong with the the potential thriller or uh, espionage plot of who you can trust uh, you can trust no one type thing and then that went so far out the window so early yeah. on that I just I stopped caring about why he was doing these decisions and just accepted it for what it was which I mm. guess isn't a good thing
0: <laughs> no no anyways um <clears throat> I still think the Ebony Maw thing was cool. Uh, going back to. Didn't the... need his arm. Did not need to turn in the Ebony Maw. Oh. Well or the rings. Or I, the rings. I, I kind of want those rings, though. Um, so, <laughs> back at the hospital, tensions rise until Skrull Rhodes knocks Sonya away, uh, taking her gun. But just as, as, as you know, Sonya, or Skrull Rhodes or Rava is about to pull the trigger, Fury shoots them in the head, revealing to the president that his advisor has been Rava this entire time. Sonya hands him a phone, and he calls off the missile strike. Meanwhile, Gaia rushes through the compound, freeing the enslaved humans, and we see the real Dr. Dalton. We see the art dealer guy from episode one. Uh, we see the the that woman who I really thought was going to be Maria Hill or Soren or someone important, because they kept focusing on her. And even in this final episode, they still took time to show to that show she show was, that in the shito, was okay. Right? Like, wh- why? Um <laughs> We see the real soldier that Brogan was portraying, uh, and we see the real person that Xerxu was portraying, uh, as well as the UK Prime Minister. You mean Pagan? Oh, sure. Uh, pagan was, pagan it pagan was, was the... the yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, yes. Pagan yeah. was portraying that soldier uh the uk prime minister and uh we had everett ross uh, and of course the, the 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 real colonel james rhodes uh and and when everett asks rhodes uh how long he's been there literally the question that we're like yes ask him uh we see rhodes struggle to walk and gaia tells him he's been held hostage for a quote-unquote long time okay so let's get into this conversation, okay? This is the part of the conversation that I really wanted to get into uh, because I think there are multiple ways that we can look at this, uh, and I think a lot of the internet is looking at it in one specific way. Uh, and I really... It, There's only one way. Uh, there isn't, though. There isn't. It can't be... Um, I don't want way. it to be... Alan, um, <laughs> what, what's what's actually going here? What you know? We thought for sure we'd get the information... In the in the in the final episode, we even had a character in the episode ask that question, but without a clear answer. Both your perspectives on this, Alan. What what do you think?
2: It all goes down to the hospital gown. Oh wait, that's a bar that rhymed. I didn't I didn't mean for that. But
0: <laughs> I like
2: so it. so we were watching it, my wife and I, and she calls out the hospital gown. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, when does Rodi have a hospital gown? And then we re- rewound it a couple seconds. And he's not walking properly anymore without the help of other people. Totally. Therefore, it has to be when Vision accidentally missed Falcon during the Civil War battle. Yeah. And he shot him down. And I think during that is the, the Yeah, I think that is the only correct answer. When Rhodey was weak, he wasn't. You know, he was probably knocked out from all the meds uh that's an easy swap for a scroll yeah easy swap especially when there's when there's probably hella staff in the hospital that are scrolls but do you want that to be
0: the answer Alan?
2: yeah absolutely see okay i'm gonna dip into comic book allen real quick okay this
0: (laughs) whoa you just shifted like a scroll that was crazy
2: (laughs) the fact that roadie was a scroll for so long is one of the main reasons why i love the secret invasion comic book series so much okay Mm -hmm. because you literally fell in love with characters for decades and then they were like bro she's a (laughs) scroll and and you're just heartbroken like it sucks it sucks but like that's what makes the story so much more impactful and that's what like Made it mean so much more of of what Skrulls can do and what they've been doing. Right. So like for him to be a Skrull since Civil
0: War, yeah, give me that. I'm eating it all up. Oh, I don't know. Because then we like what they're gonna make us wait till Armor Wars to get hopefully, hopefully uh, addressing that. Like where's Tony? Like we're like we have to like because don't get me wrong. That's a very you're right. That's a very compelling thing. But why wasn't that just flopped into this episode at least just like a, a, a three-minute sequence of him learning about the fact that Tony and like the 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 you know the, the Thanos happened and, and all this stuff like we could have gotten a really cool setup for the next time we see James Rhodes but they're just like he's been here a long time <laughs>
1: and what, what i think takes away from that too is the fact that we were saying that this the, the Rava Rodi does seem much more arrogant and cocky and, and less caring for the system that that he you know rose through to become the war machine. So it, to me it takes away a lot of if that's the answer, it takes away a lot of that character growth that that was very Earned for for Rhodey, and now it turns out that was so a scroll much. that threw it out the window be- shortly before they die because they the power get to their head. I don't know. I, I think, hate to break it to you boys, but it's right. Uh, well,
0: I've the thing a, is, I've got a rebuttal, but I'm going to get to it in a second. Sorry, director. what has the confirmed it?
1: <laughs> what has me questioning it was was more the fact that like if armor wars was supposed to come up much sooner than it is. And I wonder if that story was going to play into this, where does that fall in the timeline? What if something happened during the armor wars that led to roadie being hospitalized again? And that's when they swap him out. Right. Cause like, I mean, when, he can walk on his own and stuff like that, but that's only because he has those fancy Stark tech legs. So that's, that was the one thing that I'm like, maybe it's not necessarily right away. Maybe he just doesn't have the legs on because they need that to help, you know, further the illusion that that is roadie. I don't know. I just, it, it the director confirmed it, then that just, that upsets me even more because <laughs> the, the changing character is even more jarring now. If it was the same character the whole time.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So then like, okay. Cause I was now you bring up this new information, Alan, I'm reading the article on the, on the direct.com that's saying about, yeah. Okay. But okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Um,
2: Wait, I think the post was taken down. I'm trying to look. for Oh, because oh, maybe they
0: changed shit. their mind. Um, but yeah, go on. Okay, let me let me just bring up a couple of things. Okay, um, so sure, Civil War. There are uh, two factors in my mind that go against that idea. Yeah. One, in Endgame, Rhodey is bleeding. What color blood? Not purple blood, red blood. How 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 did Rava? do that okay mm-hmm. secondly okay um we know from this series that uh that that um Gravik or rava um were no probably gravic was leading the 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 collection of the harvest right fury says that which would have taken place after tony's death in endgame uh, and most likely happened maybe during the funeral or around that time. I don't think Gravik or Rava would have any reason to plot against Fury that far back. Because Fury mentions how he had the harvest, you know, led by Gravik. And it, it sounds to me like at that point in time, Gravik would have still been on board with what Fury, uh, you know, kind of was was going for. Uh, and And like, if he was against Fury in that moment, why not just... Keep all the DNA right at that mm-hmm. point, and, and and implement this plan right away. It wasn't until Fury went up to space, refused to come down, that we saw the descent, or that we assumed the descent for Gravik occurred. So that's the only thing where I'm like, I can totally see what you're talking about, and I I think there's a very compelling case to give us the 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 experience that you're referring to in the comics with Skrull Rhodey and and with real Rhodey. I just. It doesn't work. I don't think it works.
2: Well, mm-hmm. Nate, I hate to break it to you, but a lot of this show doesn't work. <laughs> and that—that that is my main rebuttal. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think... <laughs> there's food coloring in the blood. There you go. She probably yes. turned it red in one <laughs> game. Uh, no.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, I, Ali I, Salim, Ali Salim's going to go in and, and have them pull, like, a, a George Lucas... And just like like the oh, when you look again now on Disney Plus, it's purple. I was going to say, I mean, after that big fight in Endgame, I'm sure
1: all the people, the the more human Avengers, were hospitalized and checked out for any serious internal injuries they took in this massive battle against aliens. So. Uh, I'm assuming, maybe I'm hoping it's after Endgame, after that funeral scene. Yeah, where like go in the, go like, oh, more I your go friend, in for but then we got to
0: do a check up on your back, kind of thing. Yes,
1: exactly. Want to see if you're if you can still walk all right with the, these like pr- nah, uh, prostheses or something? Weak. I don't <laughs> know. You're a Weak scroll. You're a
2: weak scroll. They, we play the long game. You're uh, here, you, baby I knew you were a scroll <laughs> we <play> the long <laughs> game. <this> entire time. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. So let's let's keep going in our, our conversation here. Um, but I'm happy that we, we, we so, sort of came to a resolution. Um, so no. <laughs> now that everyone is saved, <laughs> uh, the president, uh, he's real mad. He's all upset. And he puts out a State of the Union address to the world saying he's you know, going further. He's going to present a bill to Congress that designates all off world born species uh, enemy combatants. He says, we know who you are. We know how to find you and we will kill everyone every last one of you is, is what he says um, which is also very dumb yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. half those was world combatants to save the world for them right. like, super scroll that, dumb yeah like go back to that big battle <laughs> aliens are fighting for earth
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, we quickly see a little moment between Fury and, and Priscilla uh, asking, you know, he asks for one last chance and it sort of seems like they, they sort of break up in this moment. Um, and then for continuity purposes of this discussion, I'm going to go a bit out of order here, but we also see Fury call the president telling him he saw his hateful last speech uh, and he gave, uh, sorry, he saw his hateful last speech that he gave uh, and that he took a bad situation and made it worse. He says, That's real one-term president stuff, (laughs) wink-wink. And as we see the hit squads uh, that the president inspired killing off Skrulls, good or bad, or some of them aren't even Skrulls, uh, Ritson ends the call by saying, right, uh, by saying, if you truly care about the Skrulls, get them off my planet. Uh, uh, He didn't have an accent, but I just added that. Um, So (laughs) Talos was absolutely wrong. uh, And after everything we've seen in this series, we still end in a place of violence and war with the Skrulls, um, which I think is is somewhat compelling. Um what did you think of this decision from Ritson and the violence that it inspired, Alan Uh
2: It's just uh it yeah. <laughs> what what Nick Fury said, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's just it, it, yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I don't have much to say other than it's stupid.
1: Well, I mean, I do like how they set up how Harrison Ford's Thunderbolt Ross becomes president because this guy led, uh, wages war against all aliens in the universe. Yeah. So I mean, cool how that's that's going to happen. I guess maybe we'll see that in Thunderbolt. That's <laughs> the reason why he got elected because he was like, you know, what? no war. We'll we'll invite them to join our super team. I don't know. I th- like, I
0: think there was a way. I think there was a way to maybe. Um still get to that place where where he's replaced as president without having to just completely morally <laughs> compromise the character out of no like he just, he hasn't yeah he wasn't this bad five minutes ago and yet now yeah. he's just evil yeah, and
2: his mindset just flipped you you would have thought that he would have launched a bomb at russia if he had that mindset right. to begin with right off the
0: rip but no, <laughs> and he's like, so is he a scroll? Nope, no, nope, he's he's not, as far as we know. I so um, badly wanted him to, though. Hey, right? just have the to, to be one shift, and that would have been so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think I think though uh, the the sequence, the sort of the the montage that we get uh, was heavy. I think we've talked mm-hmm. about the violence in the show in the past, but this was some like, this was really shocking stuff. And uh, we talked about the, the, the aspect of how close this is to the situation in, in, in Ukraine and the war in Ukraine. And, um and, and how I think this is, this reminded me a lot of the storming on the Capitol. Uh, and like yeah. two mm-hmm. of the men, like you notice the two men that kill um, shooter McGavin's anchor character, who is essentially like a Fox news anchor. Um, those two, two, two of the guys are wearing red hats and I'm, I'm just like, damn like they are they're going for it and i thought yeah i thought this sequence as violent as violent as it was and as as sort of dumb in the way that it 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 manifested in the show i thought it was super interesting and i'm like mm-hmm. i was just like but but this is the 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 stuff you put f- five episodes ago four episodes ago not in your like three minute editing <laughs> yeah, of your finale sure. like it was so it just felt like it, it you know i, I think they could have really put this in a little bit earlier um and i think had this this show had a, a longer runtime they would have had the opportunity to do that um i was just gonna say that yeah. you know like it, I, I think it it's not often that we we get um a show in general where we have the big bad cgi fight and then like a little bit more room to breathe on the other side. Like, I, imagine getting two more episodes or even one more episode after this, going through the aftermath of these situations. That would have set this series apart. But then it's just in a montage. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That scroll woman, though, at the end, badass. Like, whatever her name was with the sword and stuff, and she's taking out all the, the humans. The one stuff. on the council mm. who didn't, oh, didn't, didn't
1: shift she, or didn't
0: bow to the graphic. Yeah, 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 yeah. She needs to come oh, back. Oh, I love her. She needs to come back. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, back to Gaia. Uh, you know, she's, she's a super scroll, just walking down the street, <laughs> like, like for just randomly. And she notices she's being followed. She's confronted by Sonya, uh, who asks Gaia for a partnership. Uh, She says Gaia's people need a leader and the resources to fight this war that Ritson has launched on them, and she can give her those things. Sonia says, I will use you, and you will use me, and together we'll make this planet safe for both our people. As Gaia agrees, we see that together, uh, they also discover that there are so many more human bodies being held by the Skrulls. So two things here. What do you think this agreement with Sonya actually means? And what do you think they do with this discovery uh, of all the other trapped humans.
1: I mean, I'm just confused as to how Sonya found this other massive bank of bodies and why mm. why are we only finding out about this now? How come there aren't more Skrulls, you know, p- picking up Gravix flag and continuing the fight or anything like that? If they're that ingrained in society, right, how come I, they're... I,
0: I assumed that, that that place where they found all the bodies was at the compound, but again, that wouldn't really make sense because we don't see Sonya coughing up a lung Walking through, no, the that radiation. looks like it's always in the
1: middle of a city, like yeah. underneath the city or something. It just, I don't know. Introducing that the last minute seems so out of nowhere and random. Yeah, and it I, was I, a forced like,
2: here's here's more, right? But it wasn't uh, really. Yeah, I I, I, yeah. I
1: don't know. It just the fact it wasn't that wasn't executed well. Yeah, and the fact that she asked Guy to join him, it's just it, even more confusing because like, what, what is Sonya gonna help this girls fight get against the humans? Because you gotta assume that. Some of London is going to be fighting against them as well. Right. Is it a worldwide thing or just the states that's waged war against the aliens? Like it's
0: just, I'm very confused. This is what this. I was thinking. I'm like, when she says her people, I'm like, does she mean British people? Like, that, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, like, what are you talking about? Um, I I did a little bit of of digging, uh, and supposedly, um, Mi13, mm-hmm. uh, is a solution, and we always talk about how like Marvel likes to sort of um you know uh, change up things in the mcu comparative to the comics in in different ways um so like maybe gaia could be the captain britain like we know black knight we know blade are going to be in the mcu at some point i guess um so maybe gaia could be that role of, of captain britain i don't know i
1: do know because like do we need thinks... another
0: team though it's like we got the thunderbolts on their way we got the young avengers like, well, it's not so much
1: the team thing. I'm okay with teams. That's just I like. I look forward to superhero teams because that's when the fun stuff happens. Right. It's more Same. don't don't take a character that has a lot of cool storylines, like Captain Britain, and, and then just give it to this character that you made up in the MCU, and then completely erase the Braddock from mm. what makes Captain Britain so great. Like there, there's so much potential for cool characters in the in London that we don't need an alien to to lead the team. It just seems weird. Mm. And yeah. not to mention,
2: they're gonna have to dumb her down in the future if we're if we're gonna see Gaia again. She cannot be as OP as she like right. actually is now. How does it work? Yeah, because
1: she is the strongest. Period. Because she has Literally. all the powers. So yeah, yeah.
2: she is the guardians of the galaxy.
1: Although all it takes, all it takes, though, apparently to put one of her down is a gu- shot through the gut. So Captain Marvel <laughs> no can handle sugar. that. Yes.
0: like No more sugar cubes. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, (laughs) try to be positive a lot of those lastly we see fury uh about to head back up to space but before he boards his ship and i did think this part was nice um before he boards his ship a car rolls in behind him out of it we see vara and she walks up to him he informs her that uh that the kree are open to peace talks with the scrolls it's kind of like a hey this just in um he asks her to come with him uh as he needs help with a peace summit Calling her the best diplomat the Skrulls have ever had, um, she tells him that she'll help him get started, but she's got to get back because um, she can't be in that the Marvels movie. Um, all of her work <laughs> is here on Earth, and it's never been more important. Uh, she shifts back into her own skin and tells Fury that she loves him, and as uh, she loves him as she is, calling back to the poem uh, that she had read that they had read earlier in the series. He responds with. Only as you are. And the two embrace with a loving kiss uh, and they walk off into the light uh, of the spacecraft and the series ends. Um, Really quickly, seeing this scene uh, within 24 hours of the U.S. government being like, yeah, aliens They're real, okay. Um, Was just like super surreal because I'm just like I'm like okay, so we wanted to get this scene on Disney Plus as soon as we could so we could show the aliens that we're like we're down to you know get down with them. Um, But besides that, uh, and try not to take away from this lovely moment. What what do you think? What did you think of this lovely moment? And and what do you think Vara meant by the fact that her work here on Earth is more important now than ever, Darcy?
1: I'm just glad that one of my predictions for this show came true, and that Nick uh, Fury and Varo's story will continue. I, I did call that after their last conversation together in the in the house there. So that's the only thing I get from the show. I guess I I guess it's a win. I don't good. know. It's that's the last guess. thing I was one
0: well, of the last <laughs> predictions
1: I was hoping I was right with. Yeah. But uh, it was it was very sweet to see uh, again you. Can see that the characters love each other, and that's that will continue going forward, whatever new shape it may take that that that's for us to find out as we continue through the, even MCU. if it's like
0: off screen with some like bad a d r of just like her character saying something in the Marvels, and like <laughs> you hear something crash in the background, and theory's just like, Oh my wife, oh yelling at her like I, I I don't know I don't know how how soon we'll get to see it continue on screen, but you're right, I'm happy. Regardless that they they are, work, man on working his stuff bottom. Out.
1: Still managed to get the love of his life back. Beautiful. So that's that's yeah. a happy note to end on for at least the character. Yeah. Um, her work on Earth is confusing because I thought she was just a botanist. I did not know she was a diplomat for the Skrulls. That <laughs> right? is news to me. So yeah, I I guess that's something that. Maybe we'll find out later on, or maybe we won't. Okay. That's just something they wanted to throw in there and say, guess what? She's a diplomat as well. That is that is her true power. She's not a badass Skrull strike team operative because she can kill people, right. but she's a diplomat. She's a diplomat. So,
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Whatever know. you say, Nick.
0: Alan, would you be macking it up with some Skrulls? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah? Mean,
2: for sure. Okay. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love to hang out with a Skrull.
2: <laughs> you can shape shift yeah. And like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get it, just make a best friend, and you could be in two places one time. That would be just, it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I think, you know, we see her tending to those plants, like you said, Darcy, um, much like Soren was known to do. Um, I'm wondering if it's, it's something related to this big warehouse of people. Like maybe that was Vara's thing. You know what I mean? That she was working what, on hard those time. Those were people? Her plants? <laughs> like, maybe, yeah. Maybe those were her plants. Maybe the plants oh. are tied to the people. I don't know. If, I don't freaking... Know. Botanist is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, And, like, if that was the case, like, give us a little more to go on. I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: don't drop that bomb so, like, last minute. Be like, oh, and by the way, guys. And then end the series. It just seems weird. And
0: it, it just... It really did feel like both the line of, like, we're going to get into peace talks and... Uh oh I can't I can help you but then I got to come back. We're just very like quickly. It felt like those were added in last minute. Yeah,
2: for sure. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of in this finale. A lot of forced lines to Feed us for the future, or like yeah. lead us into the future. It it didn't feel executed well at all. No. Like there were there there were no big payoffs for us to be like, oh snap, I'm I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> it was it was a lot of like, oh by the way, yeah,
1: by the way, this and that, and we're just like, uh, okay, cool. neat. You're yeah, questions <laughs> I didn't have and I didn't care about, but okay, cool. Thank you for answering it. <laughs> oh, now
2: I wonder again. There's uh, more. <laughs>
0: I, I will say, um, I do, you know, those who listen to this podcast know that I love a bookend. So I did appreciate the visual bookend <laughs> of, you know, Fury's journey starting with him in the light and then ending with both of them together in the light. He's not alone. I thought that was lovely. Um, now, you know, this is the end of this watch club. And normally at the end of our watch clubs, we get into our what we call scroll secret. Uh, and Darcy never whispers it with me, Alan. So you can whisper it with me. Um, okay. No, oh, you don't have to. Do, you don't have do to. we have a countdown? <laughs> well, do we, you just is there a countdown when you get into your scroll secret? You're going to say my scroll secret
1: uh, oh, is. Um, okay, but uh, <laughs>
0: but because we, you know, we're, we're not necessarily going to give a prediction for next week's episode because there isn't one, uh, even though there probably should have been. Um, let's let's get into maybe our thoughts on how this series, um, you know, what's next? How will this series impact the greater MCU? Alan, what is your scroll?
2: secrets my uh scroll secret
0: did i do I it? it was did beautiful you, right? i loved it
2: scroll secret scroll secret there you go darcy <laughs> yeah, there you go. i, I, you I you. had one for either of you <laughs> uh whisper and a scream um you guys mentioned armor wars earlier and uh uh th- one of the big things as to why i wanted roadie to be replaced after the civil war battle mm-hmm. is because so armor wars uh I was reading about it last night is, is about Tony basically getting rid of other people who are using his technology incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I could see that as a motive for Rhodey, especially learning that, uh, Tony is now gone Mm -hmm. as a motive for him, uh, to pick up the mantle of Iron Man and like sort of, uh, cleaning up the space that, 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 Tony doesn't fill anymore because okay. obviously his technology is still out there and it's being misused. Yeah, um, that's cool. I, I yeah, even I, I even like sure.
0: the idea that maybe um, some of the scroll, uh tech that we got to see in this show, if they if they if they want to do what they should be doing and that's bringing stuff to full fruition, maybe some of that was Stark tech. You know what I mean? Ooh, and maybe that ooh, plays into yeah. like scroll or a real roadie being like if it wasn't for that then i would have had my last 5 years or whatever or however long he was gone so
2: and uh then to to bounce back to what the show was actually about the scrolls mm. um this is i, I don't want to go too far ahead because this is it's it's like also has to do with my overall thoughts of the series and the final score stuff sure. but i have hope mm-hmm. that i might still get the kind of secret invasion that I wanted and needed out of this series that I didn't get.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. I will elaborate later on. Okay. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Darcy, do you have any scroll secrets? Uh,
1: not really. I mean, uh, like Spooner said, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that the, the, the whatever happened to rody will definitely impact his decisions going forward in armor wars and why he is maybe on this crusade to make sure that his tech is, or starks tech isn't being abused by the wrong people so mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that i hope we get justin hammer back for that series because mm-hmm. i will watch oh. any sam rockwell <laughs> movie just because sam rockwell is so awesome. delightful and justin hammer was so far underutilized for that movie yeah. and he'd be a great enemy for that Agreed. but aside from that i don't know where they're going with the Skrulls. the fact that we got that that peace summit throwaway line and the fact that we are getting the Marvel soon soon after this maybe maybe we'll see the create like maybe the result of that peace summit or what came from it maybe they are still at war I'm just wondering we got that Emperor Droge line earlier too is he involved in this peace summit like are we going to see the skrulls who, who never gave up the fight, and the ones who, uh, as opposed to these refugees that came to Earth. So, that's that's more what I'm hoping for is that we'll get to see skrulls that are more truer to their comic origins. Because, mm-hmm. like I said earlier or earlier in this series, the fact that the skrulls were introduced as as victims uh, as opposed to the oppressors was a big shift from the comics. So, I, I think it would be cool to go eventually go down that rabbit hole and see the, the comic-accurate, you know, warmongering race that we know them to be. So maybe that will come from the Marvels. Again, that, that Peace Summit line has me questioning what who's attending.
0: I like that because I think um, I think Droge could be a very good uh, sort of uh, secondary villain that eventually, not in the Marvels, but eventually in the MCU becomes mm-hmm. a bigger threat. So I could totally see that being the case. I think it's tricky with this stuff because on on, on one hand... Oftentimes, you know, a lot of plot lines from Disney Plus series, they haven't shifted properly into the MCU. We got WandaVision into Multiverse of Madness, but that movie, I think, did her character more harm uh, and almost went against what the series was setting up. And I think a lot of the subtle character reveals or, like, the things that we see at the end of movies, like, you know, is Harry Styles going to show up or not? Like, what's going on? Um, (laughs) (laughs) like, Like, all these, like, sort of, like, little Easter eggs, and these little plants for, for the future. Um, it just feels like, I, and I get it. I get that this stuff takes so long to make. I get that, that you know, obviously the strikes are going on. So it's going to be even longer before we, we get a resolution with any of those characters. But it just sort of, I don't know. I don't get a lot of confidence often that any of these sort of big reveals or these like little hints into the future are going to manifest anytime soon that being said i uh, my scroll uh, secret uh, is <laughs> uh, that absolutely this is going to play into the marvels um the mm. scroll is forming a treaty with the cree is going to be the center conflict for the villain in the next movie uh, who uh, according to imdb is darben um i have no idea who darben is um but just some Kree some as far as I'm Kree. Aware. <laughs> okay. Um I think she's like a Kree leader. Um, but obviously she maybe she's against the idea. I love the idea, Darcy, that Droges is going to be sneakily in there working uh with with Darben as sort of like this like, you know, he's a Skrull against Skrulls in a in a sense. I think that would be really neat. Um I think as for Rhodes, yeah, Armor Wars. That's where we get to see him. Maybe they confirm once and for all, they better. Like if they if they just not address it,
1: <laughs> like, like when the change happens, all of us are gonna be
0: upset. <laughs> I think even Alan would be upset by by that if they were just like to never touch this idea again. Um, uh. But I think the the only scroll secret that I really want to come true is I want Sonia Fallsworth and Valentina Allegra De Fontaine together. And 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 hopefully as enemies, like I want to see these two Whoa, on that screen. That would be so oh, good. Like she stole the show for me. She Sonya stole the show. So <laughs> she
1: was incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. sure well, one of the only good things to come from this show is Sonya.
0: Well, we're gonna we're gonna give her probably more praise uh, in in this final segment of uh, our watch club here because I want to get into our overall thoughts and final score, which uh, because this is our series finale um for uh this watch club uh we are going to be rating this episode on a scale of one to five dead scrolls uh and (laughs) then we're going to be giving our series rating on a scale of one to five super scrolls uh so alan Mm -hmm. i'm going to get you to kick us off give us your thoughts and rating of the episode uh and then the series
2: (sighs) okay so we were just sharing our thoughts so i'm just going to keep that short it was uh, is there point fives in this scale yeah, oh yeah. Are there half
0: bodies? I'll, I'll okay. give it to you. I'll allow it. Yes. Oh, yeah. 5s, okay. absolutely. Point, point 0.5. Absolutely. 0.5. 0.6s and 0.7s. Only one of our hosts nah, gets away nah, with nah, it nah, because I, okay. I just don't have the heart. But
2: <laughs> What is that? A, a, a finger? No, that doesn't work. That doesn't
0: work in this one.
2: Uh, 2.5 Dead Scrolls for the episode. Eesh. And before I get into the rating of the whole series, yeah. I want to preface with the fact that Secret Invasion in the comic books. God, I feel like uh, I don't. I don't want to be that guy, you know. what it's <laughs> but I, in the comics, what, what yeah, I, yeah, I wanted because what I think should have. Ha- yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, We're, all you know bad. What I mean? We're all that. We're all that. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna own it because <laughs> Secret Invasion was one of the first major events that I ever read, ever collected, and I fell in love with, and it was just such good storytelling for me it was like one of the first major events that i was like oh my god this is comic books like this is so sick <laughs> yeah um and it means a lot it meant a lot to me to when, when did it first come out it was like what 2009 10 maybe um
1: the original one was even before that
2: yeah uh so the the scrolls in that story were so scary mm. And like the, the the tagline of that series, "Who can you trust?" Mm-hmm. or "Trust nobody?" is like it actually meant something. And in this series, it didn't feel like that. Yeah. It, I really wanted Secret Invasion to be special. I really wanted Secret Invasion, and I still think it can. Which is like to to go back to what I was talking about earlier, uh, with the secrets. Um, I still think, and or rather, it's just me ignorantly hoping that the seeds will still be planted for the type of secret invasion that I got in my comic books mm. back in the day, like years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but this was very disappointing for me as a big secret invasion fan of the books. Uh, so I did enjoy the first half of the series. Yep. So I think I'm okay with giving this a three Super Scrolls. Okay. Three out of five. But wait, wait. Oh. I just remembered the AI intro is a two. It's a two. Oh, it's damn. A
0: two. Oh, shoot. It's a two.
2: No, you get a, it's going to get dropped a full point. Fuck AI. Wow. I'm sorry. It got. Uh... Fuck AI
0: art. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. It's a two. It's a hot two. It's a hot two. It was a three and then it shifted into a two. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That AI uh darcy how about yourself
1: i mean i think i've made my thoughts on the episode pretty clear i'm right there with spooner 2.5 out of 5 dead scrolls just a lot of the the execution and the editing in this this episode really shows how sloppy this this show show devolved into because again it started off so strong oh devolved is such a good word for it it, for sure it started off with the the promises of that who do you trust mentality that made this first comic special, and I was appreciating the fact that they were they weren't focusing on the Skrulls taking superheroes. It was more the everyday person that was the threat, and I liked that that spin on it because I, we have enough super fight, hero fights across the MCU. We don't need more. It's one thing in the comics that's there's a hundred comics coming out each month, so you can't really dumb that down or tone it down at all it works for that medium coming to this medium it doesn't it doesn't translate as well and i was very disappointed with the fact that again we started off so strong in this series and then as after those first two episodes, almost like they forgot they were going for that spy thriller, and we're just like, oh right, we're making an MCU show, mm-hmm. and then just followed that formula for the MCU, leading up to this clash between two big bads who have the same power set, and one of them is ultimately killed. It's it's very it was very reminiscent of early MCU villain arcs where the villains are just you know inherently bad; they have no good reasoning to be why they're doing what they're doing, and then you kill them at the end of the, the the movie, and then you move on to the next big bad for the next yeah. one, which is what they turned Gravik into, unfortunately, where he could have been. This ongoing threat that really was a mastermind behind the scenes—they just turned him into your typical MCU dumb superhero, like supervillain that they can kill off and move on to the next uh, threat. So, uh, as a whole, this this series will also be getting a 2.5 out of five uh, super scrolls because it took such a hard hit. I mean, the. Again, the way it started off so strong and the how it, how far it fell, I, I'm pretty sure I gave the first episode five out of five, and to come all the way to Damn. the end here and I've, my score has been cut in half. That that isn't a good sign for the show. So no. yeah, not not one of their best executed shows as a whole.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to say uh, I love your call out about uh, how it works, how the Secret Invasion in the comic books works for the comic books, and and how. Uh, it, it needed to be rewritten and, and switched around a little bit just so it's grounded a little more for the mm-hmm. MCU. I, I just wanted to say that was a really good call-out. Thank you. For Thank sure, you. 100%. Um,
0: well, I think, <clears throat> I can't say I wasn't disappointed in this finale. Um, <laughs> I think we get a couple of great action moments. I think uh, really compelling performances between Sam Jackson, Kingsley Benadir, as well as with Charlene Woodard, I thought was really great in this episode as well. Um, but I just don't understand why this finale, which they had so much to go over, was only 35, 33, if you ca- don't count the credits, Ugh, minutes And the recap. What, f- what the heck? Like, give and the this. intro, that shitty intro. Oh, I just don't understand. <laughs> the show is such a big budget. They have so much money. They they could, they
2: could do better. Um, it, I, I think... You know what it all went into,
0: though? Mm. Yeah, the, I'm the flexing baby my arm. Groot, for audio the baby Groot arm.
2: <laughs> no, the Drax. Oh, sorry, yeah, Drax, Drax arm. Drax the baby Drax. Arm. Drax arm. <laughs> <laughs> Although a
0: baby Groot arm, I might have forgiven them. Um, <laughs> oh my God, just a little dinky. Because <laughs> uh, she doesn't know how to use the powers yet. Um, oh, that would have been cute. So cool. That would have been cute. Um, I do think, though. I think a lot of this episode was left on the cutting room floor, like like the series. I think mm. um, a lot of decisions made just logically and based on who these characters are just didn't make sense for me. Um, I think had it not been for these performances, maybe that, that, that cool twist of the Furies, um, and, and the intriguing concepts or somewhat intriguing concepts, kind of confusing concepts for the future. Um, I think I would have been even lower, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with you guys. I'm going to 2.5 out of five dead scrolls for the series. I'm in a very similar spot, maybe a little bit better. I think the show, like we said, it started off so strong. There were moments where, like we were talking about in the first two episodes in our review, how like it brought us back to the memories of how delightful uh, Andor was as a surprise, mm-hmm. as like, oh, this is different Star Wars. We're like, this is different Marvel. But then around episode three, like you said, Darcy, they just like, no, it's not, and and it started to lose <laughs> me, and it never brought me back. I think the 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 twist in the finale. Why wasn't that something we got throughout the whole series? Like, why didn't we get a ton of those? It, you know, I, I think, like, they tried to do twisty stuff with with roads and scroll roads and stuff like that. But I just, it, it, the thing, it was marketed as, like you were saying, Alan, like the comics, like, who can you trust, right? Who can you trust? Who do you trust? Uh, anyone can be a scroll. And, yeah, it's just they didn't stick with it. They didn't stick with it at all. Now, I want to just quickly give it its flowers, because there are flowers to give. Mm-hmm, for sure. Performances. This is some of the best we've gotten in the MCU in general. I honestly think that. I think Samuel L. Jackson is at his best as Nick Fury in this show. And I'll give the show props for giving us so much more of this character that we've known mm-hmm. since the beginning but never gotten to like really get to know. Uh, ben Mendelsohn was excellent as Talos, even though... I don't think they gave the character the respect that he deserved, especially mm-hmm. in his death. Agreed. I think he he, he deserved so much more. But for what we got of him in those first episodes, so good. Charlene Woodard chewing up scenes alongside Samuel L. Jackson is not an easy thing to do, and she does it with ease. I thought she no, was she carried fantastic. she carried her weight so, so well. So good. Next to him. So good. Like yeah. there were the moment the ta- the conversation between them and the 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 results in the the gunshot. I'm like that is so freaking. Mm, I loved it. Don Cheadle as Skrull Roadie was sassy and mean, and it was fun getting oh, to see Cheadle flex yes. that sort of different side yeah. of, of what sassy Roadie was one of my favorite Roadie. Sure. Like just like <laughs> yeah. get your old ass out of this apartment or whatever he says, <laughs> hobble your old ass. Um, and then, uh, and then in in um, I think Kingsley Benadire, when we got to see him in, and this is true for I think a lot of the moments on the show, one-on-one interactions. One-on-one interactions were so compelling. He was such a compelling villain until he wasn't. Uh and and then to get killed off like so many villains in the MCU is such a shame. Olivia Coleman, and we all said it, but frick, man. I just I can't I can't stop smiling anytime she's on the screen. I just was like so happy and so delighted by how violent she was, and just smiling as she's shooting people through their hand <laughs> into their leg. Oh, I love her so much. So good. <laughs> I love her so much. And I really hope we get to see her more in the MCU. All that being said, I never read the comics. I wasn't expecting a massive earth-shattering mega event. But I was hoping for more spy and more thriller in this spy thriller show. Having binged all of Mission Impossible, uh, you know all the movies leading up to our screening of Dead Reckoning Part 1, I guess I was kind of spoiled with twists and turns. That I'd hope that that we'd get at least close to the amount of twists we get in at least one of those films in six episodes of this show, but what we got was just this messy, sort of just, just undercooked, and and they just never really got into that aspect of the storytelling. Um, character motive motivations got lost, and uh, and yeah, I just think it must have gotten hit with cutbacks. I think Disney Marvel maybe scaling things back. Or it could have been related and their hands could have been tied due to the pandemic. This, you know, was produced Mm -hmm. during a lot of that. So, uh, you know, again, I completely get the aspect of like, well, we got to work with what we've got or what we're given. I know, you know, that there are a lot of hands in the pots when it comes to these big, massive corporate run franchises. But at the same time, I don't know. I still think there could have been better ways to pivot than what we got. I think make the show... A fury show, just call it fury mm-hmm. don't don't set the expectation of secret invasion, still incorporate aspects of it like you did. Mm. but if this show was called Fury, I think we'd all have a slightly I would have bigger, loved that because oh. then
2: you save Secret Invasion for exactly. uh, like a phase up, six, fa- phase seven, phase right? eight. And you set oh up a proper God, version
1: of that where it's like, oh, they're going to start in, like worming their way into these hot places of power
2: yes, now. Yes,
1: where
0: a Skrull we'll reveal
2: will have so much more weight and like uh, payoff to mm-hmm. it. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Anyways, I'm not a writer. <laughs> by any means so like there's probably a million reasons why they they couldn't have done that but um i will say this series had a great premise it felt undercooked it's mishandled um so sadly i'm going to give this whole season um and i i am going to give it a three uh uh, super skrulls out of five but that's mostly for the performances i think they Mm. are phenomenal and if it it. means we get you know these kind of performances from these actors in the future awesome awesome Mm -hmm. um obviously not kingsley benedir unfortunately but uh he'll be he'll uh, be in barbie we'll, too so i'll be okay with. Well, especially because yeah. they confirmed
1: that he's not like his his shell is dead too which is very his shell is and dead i said earlier everything all dead. these scrolls could come back as their human yeah you know actual faces or whatever and we're not going to get that apparently
0: no, no anyways that is it for this watch club for marvel's secret invasion uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts or your predictions on the shows we cover in Watch Club, or if you want to share some scroll secrets of your own. Skrull secrets. Uh, you can let us know your thoughts on what's next. Um, and, and in order to sort of inform you as to how you can let us know, well, I'm going to give Darcy some super buff arms with some DNA juice so he can tell you how you can reach us. How are
1: buff arms gonna help <laughs> They're me? They're gonna help my reach buff. The I'm baby I'm buff break arms. my phone when I'm trying to type out where I'm going <laughs> or anyways, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's we at gmail.com. Or if that's, you know, too old fashioned for you and you're more a super scroll and wanna go off and fight some war against something. I don't know where Gaia's going. I don't know where I was going with that either. Anyways, you can reach us on Instagram at wearegeekcentric or on Twitter at geekcentricyt. We also have a Discord. Come over there, tell us what you thought about this god-awful finale or maybe you liked it tell us tell us why you liked it maybe we'll feel better about it i don't know we're on discord and we also have a threads so we are centric, so hit us up somewhere we'll we'll be listening
0: yeah yeah absolutely um spoon for yourself could you let the wonderful people listening know where can they continue to keep up with your lovely self
2: before i get into that i just want to say thank you both so much for having absolutely.
0: me. absolutely of course this was a lot of fun Ah, i would have it no <laughs> other way <laughs>
1: It's always great to talk about the things we love with more people. Absolutely.
2: And <laughs> speaking about things, talking about things we love, uh, you can catch me on all of the social medias at Captain Spooner, where I do talk about all of the things that I love uh, and m- mostly all the things that I love. Sometimes I will you know, see, cause secret invasion exists <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and you don't love it so much. <laughs> uh, but most importantly, hit up uh, youtube.com slash at captain spooner with no E. So S P O O N R. And, uh, uh follow me on my my youtube journey last week i uploaded a dope review or i i think it was dope i'm just trying to be proud of myself (laughs) for once uh of uh the real leviathan axe that i got for my birthday as a gift uh and this week for the naruto fans i got a figure review coming out on saturday
0: oh so keep an eye out for that i love it i love it i've been uh, i've been keeping up with that youtube stuff like i was saying and uh yeah so good but but again just for those listening uh, another reminder Just be careful watching all these videos because you're going to start spending some money. No, no, get in there. Get in there. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Start spending all your monies. Um, Or maybe maybe it'll be good. It'll be therapy. It'll help you, you know, sort of live through uh, Alan. So, you know, let Alan spend the money so you don't have to. (laughs) Ready?
2: Right? <laughs> I'm here. For there you, you go. I'm here for there you, you
0: go. Uh, keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering the latest and greatest shows uh, and movies out now, including our recent spoiler free reviews uh, for Haunted Mansion, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, uh, The Bear Season 2, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, The After Party Season 2 and Netflix's Nimona. Uh, plus, we have a ton of other great interviews out now, like our most recent interview with the cast and showrunner for Foundation, now in its second season on Apple TV+. I had a really great time chatting with showrunner David S. Goyer uh, and cast members Leah Harvey, Cassian Bilton, Colvinder Gear, Laura Byrne, and frickin' Lee pace uh for you marvel fans that's ronin the destroyer by the way uh so if you're a sci-fi fan i highly recommend you check out uh the show and those interviews uh and if you can't get enough of 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 this show secret invasion i know we kind of You know, talked a little bit poorly about it, but we, you know, I think one of the best parts, like we were saying, was Kingsley Benadier's uh, performance in a lot of moments. Uh, And so if you want to check out our interview with Kingsley Benadier, Gravic himself, uh, you can check that out, as well as we have an interview with the director of the show, Ali Saleem. You can check those out on our YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. The hot geek summer continues. It's getting Spicy. Uh, we'll have coverage of movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Are you kidding? I can't wait to see oh, that. I, I'm so stoked. And we're getting a show after that. I heard too. there's gonna oh, be a show. Wait, actually, yeah, yeah, Paramount Plus. No show.
1: Shot.
2: Oh, shot. Oh, I'm amped. I'm amped. Oh, but also scared because all the collectibles <laughs> that'll be coming out.
0: And I'm sure oh, we'll, no. we'll see it. We'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll see a YouTube review. <laughs> Of those, Uh, we also have uh, coverage of series like Old Murders in the Building Season 3 coming up, uh, with even more after that. So stay tuned to find out what's next for us here. But until then, Spooner, Darcy, thank you so much for joining me for this Watch Club. And as we say for one last time, scroll you later. Or never. I guess. Again. Oh, no.